Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today, I will be visiting with Avon Horn from Anson, Texas. Avon had the reserve champion steer at the National Western, and over the years, she and her family have had tremendous success. I had a blast visiting with Avon. She is so she's such a great person to talk to and she has lots of amazing stories and experiences to tell about. Hello Avon, welcome to Shooting for Grand. It's great to have you on. Thank you. For those who don't know you, could you please tell us about you and your family? I'm Avon Horn. My parents are Brandon and Brett Horn. And my brother's Jaggerhorn. We live in Anson, Texas, and we own um, Horn Livestock out of Anson. And I'm 16 years old, and I'm a sophomore at Clyde High School. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, you've had a lot of success here recently. I want to congratulate you on that. Thank you. Uh, it must have been pretty amazing to have the reserve champion steer at the National Western. Could you please tell us um, all about your steer that you showed there? Yes, it was awesome. It was such a good experience. My steer, his name was Bacardi. Um, he was just, he was such an easy show steer. Um, I showed him throughout the summer. I say three, I think three shows. Um, he did very good at those shows, not reserve grand or anything, but he did well in his classes. Um, he acted, one thing about him, he acted so good all the time. He was, he set up perfectly he did pretty good during the summer, but you could tell when it came down to like Denver and getting ready for Denver, he knew that it was showtime and he knew that it was business and he was so easy to show. And I worked with him for countless hours to get him where he was. And um, in the show ring, he acted phenomenal for me. And it was just like all of my hard work that I put in paid off. I love that feeling. And I have a steer named Bo and he's not the smartest calf in the world. But, like, when I work with him at home, he likes to goof off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then it's like when I take him to any show, he just he, – he acts perfectly fine. Yeah. It's like it's they know it's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, when my dad's around, he, he will be good. Like, he will set up and everything. Mm-hmm. Just when my dad's standing there, it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah steers are definitely an adventure. Um, they all have different personalities. Yeah. And for me – Usually when I take them to, like, their first shows as a calf, they're pretty crazy a little bit. Uh, But then when I take them to their last show, it's like they just know what to do. Yeah, it's a cakewalk, that's for sure. Summer shows are difficult um, because it's frustrating because, like, for me, I want them to act perfect all the time. But I have to realize that summer shows, it matters. But summer shows is more of getting them used to being at a show. So when it actually matters, they know what to do. Absolutely. How was your experience at the Brown Palace? And I know it must have all been exciting, but what was your most exciting moment there? Um, Brown Palace was such a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, most n- No other show, in my opinion, does something that's that cool. Um, the Brown Palace is downtown Denver, and it's just in an like, environment that's not meant for a show steer whatsoever. But you take your show steer down in the hotel and they take you down in a trailer and you they park it like on the side of the road and you just walk them out of the trailer and you walk into the hotel and there's tons of 
older people, photographers, and you walk them in on this like red carpet and there's tons of like news stations there and they're all like clapping and applauding you. And then you walk them into this like little pen. It's not like, it's not meant for show steers at all, but it's so cool. It's such a cool experience. And my favorite part about it was I'm from Texas. So I don't like see a lot of snow, but when we came out, they're all, you're walking them out on the red carpet again and there's tons of photographers and I walk outside and there's snow, it's snowing. It just, it felt so like magical. It was really cool. That sounds awfully amazing, but the whole time I'm just thinking about what my calf would be doing mm-hmm. if he were right there. Um, they would be getting away right now and going completely insane. <laughs> Mine acted, um, he was so chill. I he It actually surprised me. I was kind of nervous, but he was, they had each other. Grand and Reserve went, so they both had each other, which was good that they didn't just do one or the other. But he acted really good, and um, the people like pay to take pictures with them. And so he's just tied up in a pin and it's like they pay to take pictures with them for a fundraiser. So they kind of like stand by them. And so I think like the amount of people and like how big the hotel actually is would scare him. But he acted really well. That's awesome that he acted well. That would be like a blessing from God if yes. my steers acted chill like that. That would be so cool. And that's that's interesting that like they pay to take pictures with your calf. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. Yes, they're just they're both tied up next to each other like this and then like the people come on the side and there there's an official photographer there and so they pay for the pictures and it's they get to pet on them and it's really cool. That's amazing. Um this wasn't a question on the list but how do you plan to invest in your money? Um I'm going to save it up for college. Um and if I don't use it at college then maybe after I can buy a house or um maybe I have my own business one day and use that towards that. That's awesome. That, um, I just know that kind of money will like change your life. Like it's crazy. Yes. Um, what were some things that were just kind of going through your mind while you were in the ring? Cause I know it's hectic for me when I'm in, in the ring. Yes. Uh, Denver, I think is a, one of a, kind show it's just it's so different from all the other ones in my opinion um during my class with my black seer I showed two seers actually with my black seer it was I was nervous but I was more determined than I was nervous um I was determined that I was going to have my calf set up at all times and having three judges is different from what it's like in Texas there's only one so I was determined that I would have my calf presented to those three judges and pay attention to all three judges um, at the same time. And then um, at Denver, it's different because only family can fit on your cattle. And so it was just me, my mom, my dad, and my brother, and I had two calves. And so they were class five and class seven. And so fitting was very, very, what's the word, like um, stressful. Because when I got done, or while I was showing my black one, my brother and my dad were back at the stall fitting my yellow one for class seven. And so they didn't get to watch me show him. But um, it was all very stressful. And then when it came around to the grand drive, I've never been that nervous during a grand drive. And I've actually been pretty fortunate to be in a lot of those and um, have a lot of experience with those. But I think that was the most nervous I've ever been just because... um, my family did fit it. I fit it on my calf, and that's just a different ball game for me. 
And so um, having that ownership in my calf and the amount of people that were there watching me, um, they were all down there by the ring. There's 12 first places and 12 second places out there. And just the field of cattle is incredible. And I think that made it more nerve wracking. And then another thing for me during the Grand Drive was they played music. And I can't remember like what song it was, but I'm pretty sure it was ACDC. It just made me so nervous because it just, I don't know, it made me really, really nervous. But that's the most nervous I've ever been in a Grand Drive, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, at OIE, they play ACDC for the Grand Drive. And they always play Thunderstruck. And it's like, Thunder! And I remember when I was out in the Grand Drive at OIE, I was like, okay, yeah, Thunder. (laughs) It it was really nerve-wracking. The music did not help. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just me personally, I love ACDC. And I like music like that. uh, I can understand why for you it would make it stressful, but for me, yeah. I'm just like, all right, this is my jam. <laughs> um, what are some things that you do in the ring? Because you said it was very stressful and you were nervous. What are some things that you do to stay calm and focused so you can do what you need to do? Um, I know that being nervous is not going to help me show better, so I try my best to control that. And one thing I do in the ring that helps is I like focus on my scratching to make sure it's consistent because I know if I'm doing it really short and really choppy, then my calf is going to sense that and he's going to get nervous. But if I'm slow and steady, then he'll be comfortable. But another thing is before I lead up the show, I put in hours and hours of work and working with my cattle. And so before the grand drive, I wasn't nervous because I didn't know how my calf was going to act out there. I was nervous for the outcome. So I think putting in those hours before and being confident in my calf really helped me like stay controlled in the ring because I knew my calf so well and he knew me so well. I absolutely agree. And somebody once told me um, it's okay to be nervous because that means you care, but you can't let the nerves overrule everything else. Yes, that's so true. Are there any other Texas majors that you're going to? Yes, I'm going to Houston, which is during uh, my spring break, which is March 4th. I mean, not 4th, 14th through the 18th. I think it's near y'all's OIE at the same time, or it's usually around the same time. You you said that you were fortunate enough to be in many grand drives, um, but you can't always win at everything you do, and I've definitely learned that. So how are some ways that you handle – winning and losing. Yes, I've been very fortunate to do as well as I've done, but also at the same time, there's been times where I haven't done as well. Um, Fort Worth, I took the lap one year. Um, Denver, my first year show there, I didn't make the sale. Uh, San Antonio, there was a year that I didn't make the sale. Um, Those times, they're hard, but at the same time, I have to think that you win some and you lose some. And a way that I deal with it is just – not dwelling on the fact that I lost, but going home and motivating me for the next show and how I need to work harder with that. But for the kids who don't do as well as I do, um, I think working with your calf and making sure that he acts perfect for you. And so in the ring, when he acts good for you, that can be a personal success for you. And so you can look at that. Well, my calf acted great for me and my hard work paid off in that manner rather than the placing. And yes, that is tough to look at, but it can be a way of finding success in your failure. Yes, sometimes the greatest success is just going out there and you and your calf, uh, you have good chemistry together and your calf acts great. And for me, that's just a great success when that happens. Yes. 
And I think that's another thing that made Denver so special for me. And I think Fort Worth was the same for me too, is because both of those calves just acted so great for me. And it was, they knew what to do. I knew what they were going to do. They knew what I was going to do. They knew how to set up, but that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have put that work in before. And so it just felt like it all paid off. When I showed uh, my steer at Kansas City, uh, when I showed him at home, he acted great. But then I guess just the environment of the show ring and the barns and everything made him nervous. So he didn't like he he acted good. He didn't try to get away or anything, but like he he never would stay set up for very long, and that can be very frustrating for me. And when that happens, um, and I'm and I'm not used to that happening at home because they act good at home, then. Uh, it's hard to know what to do. I just try to stay calm and I don't I don't like to pick at their feet too much so I try to leave myself plenty of room to pull up if I have to. That happened to me with my uh, other calf that I showed at Denver actually. Um, he's, he had, This was his first show to, show to go to. He was going to go to a show this summer but he got hurt before so he couldn't go to that one and so Denver was his first show and I had already showed my black one in class five and then I was showing that one in class seven and I I was pretty exhausted already because I put everything I had into showing that black one and I got in there and he would not stand still and I would try and scratch him and get him calmed down. I didn't want to pick his at his feet like you said and I would try and scoot him up but it was like nothing was working for him and so I tried circling him and it just got to where I was circling him too much and I was getting frustrated and it didn't go like I wanted to but I'm glad I did well with my black one. Yeah, um, the frustration just gets on my nerves, and I try not to get frustrated, but sometimes I cannot help it. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, especially the younger steers. The younger steers never act as good as the older ones do. Yes, that's for sure. For me, as it's okay if they're frisky a little bit as long as they don't get away, because I've had a bad experience with one getting away, and I never want that to happen again. <laughs> but it's probably going to, and there's nothing I can do about that. Right. Uh, how do you manage being gone for shows, especially for gone for several weeks or so? Um, I think communicating, you're talking about schoolwork, right? Oh, yes. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I think communicating with my teachers is a big deal and making sure that we're both on the same page. Um, I know when I was in middle school, um, my teachers did not understand it whatsoever and they just thought, I told them I'm going to the Denver Stock Show. They thought I was just going on vacation. So I actually had to talk with them about how important it is and how this is my future and how much I could potentially make from this. And I think that us being on the same page really helped. And so communicating with your teachers and then a lot of my schoolwork is online through Google Classroom. And so that's really helpful because if I'm at the show and I have a time where I'm not doing much. I can either look at my assignments and or do them. And so, and then when I get back, if there's a lot of schoolwork, just prioritizing that and not falling too far behind. Because I know it's stressful when you have past assignments at the same time as assignments you have now. And so I think communication is key. Yeah. And in middle school, like not all your tests are on Friday, like they are in like grade school and stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, definitely getting uh, on the same page with your teachers because once when Claire was in kindergarten, um, we told her teacher that we were going to OYE and our teacher thought we were going to Hawaii and she thought we were going on yeah. vacation and she was like, oh, we'll have fun at Hawaii, enjoy the beach or whatever. And we were like, um, 
no it's a it's a cat not, show and like it's make, not a vacation <laughs> yeah yeah definitely not a vacation at all cattle shows are not vacations no they're stressful <laughs> yeah it can be stressful uh to come back to school and like a lot of times there's work that I don't get handed to me before I go and so I have to make that up when I get back and tests that you have to make up when you get back um yeah it can be stressful that's stressful and like I know now um I struggle in algebra too because it's stuff like builds on top of each other you learn one learn one thing one day and then the next day you use what you learned the past day so when I come back I'm behind and don't always understand what's going on and so that's stressful and then making up tests like you said you have to do it in your own time but you don't always have time to make them up but you have to prioritize which is hard oh yeah um you just don't want to fall behind. That's really the main right. thing. Like work your tail off to get all your work done because falling behind is not going to do anything to help you at all. Right. Um, do you have anything else that you like to do besides show? Yes, I play volleyball pretty competitively. I play for the high school and I also play travel ball. Um, I run track for my high school. I enjoy hanging out with my friends and I love going to church. Yeah, I like going to church too. I learn a lot. We have a great pastor. Um, yes, us too. Those are things I like to do. And sometimes it can be hard to get barn work done and those other things that you like to do because showing cattle is not the only thing I like to do. I love to play piano. I love to sing. Um, I like to play basketball, all those things. And if you just focus on showing completely, um, and some people do, and that's okay. If like you just have to find out what works best for you. But if there's other things that you like, don't just focus on one thing. You have to try to round it out well, so you're a well-rounded person, and hopefully you have somebody that can help you at the barn when you're not there. Yes, I agree. Um, it's stressful having playing volleyball, and I do play it competitively. So sometimes during different seasons, volleyball comes over steer sometimes, and having helpers at the barn and my dad is just something that I wouldn't make it without oh me too my mom and my dad and my sisters Claire and Cricket if it weren't for them uh, <laughs> I mean we wouldn't get much work done at the barn I agree yeah uh the teamwork makes the dream work and I'm very grateful God. for them me too are there any short or long-term goals that you would like to share yes um I hope one of my long-term goals, well, it's kind of like a midterm. I hope to play volleyball in college. Um, I'd like to be given the opportunity at least. I'm not quite for sure if I want to play in college, but I would love to be given the opportunity because if I wanted to, I would like to go play. Um, I would like to win Houston before I graduate, and I'd also like to win our state fair. And then another goal of mine is I would like to be top 10% of my class because in Texas, if you're in top 10%, you are, I'm pretty sure you're automatically accepted into Texas schools, which would be a big help when I'm, if I don't end up playing volleyball, it would be a big help um, getting into colleges. Those are amazing goals. And I think that's great that you love volleyball so much and you're so good at it that you're thinking about playing it in college. That's amazing. Yes. Um, I've been playing volleyball since about first or second grade, so I've been doing it for a while, so I'm not quite sure if I'm going to be burnt out on it yet when I graduate, but as of now, I am I love it so much. Yeah, we don't even have volleyball at our school, and um, I, I, ask a, I like to ask a lot of kids that I talk to 
um, what do you like to do besides show cattle? And a lot of them say play volleyball. And I'm like, okay, because we don't have volleyball in our school. So that is not a sport I'm familiar with at all. Right. Do you like basketball? Do you enjoy it? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not the best at it, but I'm definitely getting better. Um, so something I've learned, it's easier to be a good player when you have good players around you. Um, yes, I agree with that. Yeah, and I'm very fortunate to have some really good eighth graders that are great at basketball, and it's just fun playing with them. That's awesome. How long have you been playing basketball? Um, well, I played in like a little league when I was uh, probably in first grade. And then I played again uh, in a, just a league when I was in third grade. And I did that third, fourth, and fifth grade. And then I started playing school ball when I was in sixth grade and seventh grade. Yes, I enjoy school ball so much. I think it really takes it to another level, but it's fun playing with my school friends. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I really like uh, sports because it makes me feel good about myself that I'm, like, kind of working out a little bit, I guess. I- because yes. I'm definitely not the kind of person who's going to go to the gym and just work out. <laughs> me too. Me too. I don't have that type of motivation. Yeah, neither do I. Um, are there any words of advice that you would like to share? Yes. Um, I think having ownership in your calf is key in my opinion. I think working with them and spending that time with them before, like I said, makes your successes more fun. Um, so spending that time with your calf and working with them and getting to know them and spending that time with them is really beneficial. Um, another thing that I think, um, is trying your hardest. Um, with me, I have a lot of things going on. I'm very busy, but having time management and balancing your time is really important and learning to do that. Um, my barn schedule might be different from yours. I may spend more time. You may spend more time, but finding what's best for you and what fits Um, the best for you and your family will really help you. That is great advice, and I absolutely agree with that. Thank you so much for being on. I really enjoyed this. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening. God be with you as you shoot for grand.